Probably this year, I noticed plyometrics were were a emerging trend. I think in 2024, maybe it tends to go in roundabout. Things will pop up and then go back down and, and revolve around. I think I imagine agility, so true reactive, uh, reacting to a stimulus and being able to cut, drop, step uh, effectively. My name is Peter Bartel. I'm a strength and conditioning coach from Melbourne, Australia, currently working both in sport as well as at a private facility. Since joining the membership a few months ago, I found it really helpful in continuing to upskill post-uni, as well as the guidance in building my business and brand as a coach. In particular, I've enjoyed some of the content around how to market myself as a coach and how that might translate into online business in the future. In terms of technical learning, I find it really helpful learning from people who've had that real-life experience in the industry. I've taken a lot of really good advice around how I can apply that theory into practice straight away. The community aspect's a really good element to the academy as well, taking a lot from the live Zooms, getting insight into how some other coaches think and seeing things they picked up on that I might have missed out on. For anyone looking to join, you can expect a wealth of knowledge that you'll be able to quickly apply into your own career. And you never really feel like you're alone because of the support that the academy provides. If you're serious about taking your coaching business to the next level, I highly recommend joining the Prepare Like a Pro Academy. Hello and welcome to the High Performance Podcast, AFL Staff and Athletes. Each month, I host a live Q&A where I present on a topic to help Australian rules footballers like yourself get drafted and make the AFL. Make sure if you haven't already to subscribe to my YouTube channel and never miss a live episode. Let's go. Hello and welcome to the AFL High Performance Podcast for staff and athletes. I will be discussing our 2023 reflections as well as 2024 projections from a strength and conditioning point of view. Going into reflections, so favorite content, I'll discuss those for those interested in following. I'll also discuss influences, so for mentors, those that helped me in 2023 from a coaching point of view. A uh, shout out to our coaches and some of the achievements that made both with our coaching and the athletes they work with as well as their own personal growth and then shout out to a couple of our top members and of course our virtual assistants that uh, helps out with our content creation including the podcast and, and um, social media and, and providing it to all you guys our followers so uh, firstly we'll go into our favorite uh, content so from a podcast point of view the digital shout out to the digital marketing show so if you're interested in digital marketing the guys there doing a fantastic job Podcasting Business School, that's a new one that I've found over the last few months. Uh, so shout out to, for anyone that's running a podcast. I think that's a, a great uh, resource. Um, Franz Bosch and the team there with our Instagram, <clears throat> we're lucky enough to have Franz on uh, on the podcast. And it was, um, yeah, amazing episode, uh, an inspiring um, coach as well as educator. So if you haven't checked out this web, please do. Uh, athletes authority both with their podcast and the content they're putting out on social media most of you guys will be aware of that the dgr podcast we also started work um, listening to his podcast this year and uh one that first podcast that i ever listened to was uh the pacey performance podcast so uh shout out to all those guys in terms of favorite content if i've missed anyone there that you think uh is similar to those content please and that you enjoy or value their content please send them my way i'd love to check out uh, other social media platforms that are educating as well as other podcasts. From an influence point of view, those that have helped shape me from a uh, strength edition point of view, firstly, Selwyn Griffith, the Hub for Social Football Club, 
uh, my manager, as well as the whole team, Hub Performance Medical Team and all staff players at the Melbourne Football Club. Really enjoyed the year as rehab coach there, working with those uh, athletes that get injured and bringing them back to uh, performing on the weekends. Love that role. Absolutely love the support I got from Selwyn and the rest of our team. Uh, it was probably the biggest growth roles that I've ever done in the industry. Um, There's just so much to learn, both from understanding the pathology, understanding uh, the athlete and how they play and bring them back to their um, demands of their game and their role within the team. And then, of course, understanding uh, how to um, get an athlete back, whether it be pre-season, in-season or finals and how that different schedule and different time of year can influence your decision-making. Um, shout out to Dean Benton. Uh, we had a couple of catch-ups um, regarding plyometrics and drilling, so I learned heaps of him. Also, I'm doing it at the ASCA. Uh, if you're not aware of DB's um, background, he, he wrote a couple of blog posts um, for, uh, for us as well this year, so make sure that if you search for Dean Benton sprinting, um, there was a fantastic uh, blog post on how to improve team-based athlete sprinting effectiveness uh, for that game speed. So make sure to check that out. Luke Vella and the High Performance Medical Team at the Rebels. Lucky enough to spend a couple of days in the off-season with them. Invaluable um, experience uh, being able to shadow and listen and learn and ask questions on uh, how they run things. There was a lot of similarities between rugby uh, and football in terms of the flow of the day. Um and just the dynamics of working with the athletes. So um, really thankful or grateful, sorry, for the opportunity I got to go there and to be able to maintain and build those relationships over the years as well because we're, when we're at Amy, we, we have lots of corridor conversations throughout. So looking forward to um, staying in contact with the team there. Uh, Asker in the conference, one of my favourite years. I've been for a few years, but it was, um, yeah, invaluable resource both from practical learning but also from just the conversations you're having in between meetings and being able to um, reconnect with uh, our industry both AFL but also on a wider broader scale um, and both from a podcasting point of view it was great to be able to meet people um, obviously the podcast we mainly I mainly hosted over Zoom or, uh, over the computer so to be able to meet people face to face that have been on the show was uh, yeah it was a real treat sports map I did Jonas Dodo's workshop as well as Tim McGrath so shout out to Nick Kane Physiotherapist and football club, who also found is founder of uh, Sports Map. They're doing great work there. Uh, physios would be highly aware of what they're doing, but also SNCs. They're starting to provide some great workshops from a um, strength conditioning point of view as well. So make sure to check them out. Going over, I'll just be quickly on these reflections and then I'll move into some of the projections. I've, I actually put in ChatGPT um, some questions, interview based questions around 2024 from a strength conditioning point of view. And I'm just going to add to those um, in order. So I just thought that'd be an interesting exercise to do it rather than me coming up the questions. So um, it will be live at Impromptu and I haven't prepped notes for those questions. So looking forward to uh, giving that a go. But shout out to our coaches. So Dylan Vazari has been with us day one. He looks after uh, our athletes on the east side of Melbourne. They've done a fantastic job with all our athletes this year and all the athletes absolutely love working with him. He, and also the work he's been doing at Box Hill Hall have landed him a opportunity which he thoroughly deserves at the North Melbourne Football Club in a full-time capacity, managing their VFL program and assisting athlete development of the first and second year players. So massive shout out to Dylan. Wrap that opportunity um, and no doubt 2024 is going to be a fantastic year for him. So shout out to Dylan. Ben Frith, who looks after our athletes around the Cranbourne area. 
He has uh, been doing great work. All our athletes have loved working with Ben and um, love the feedback, individual feedback they're getting back in terms of their running efficiency and they're both from acceleration, sprinting, change direction. So couldn't be happy of having Ben on board. Caleb Morgan, who's um, looking after athletes over west side of Melbourne um, and he's also back in the game working at Richmond Football Club as a rehab coach um, and he did a fantastic job Michael Oakes referred to us, who's a player agent, some AFLW athletes to look after, including the uh, who just got redrafted as the number one draft pick, um, and Caleb looked after their draft combine preparation. So there was some standout results, both in the vertical jump, sprint, uh, and the uh, fitness time trial as well. So well done to Caleb, particularly on that, um, on the work you did with those girls, but also year-round with all the athletes in, in West Melbourne. And then Jordan Love, who... Has been working with athletes Bayside, which was where I was working with the athletes, but uh, moved away from the private business this year with my full-time role, the D's. So appreciate Jordan coming on and, and looking after our Bayside athletes, uh, as well as he worked at Casey Demons and has just landed an opportunity as the hub force manager of the Frankston Dolphin. So awesome opportunity um, to be able to grow in that role and lead a program. So looking forward to what Jordan's got in store for, for 24. Top members, you guys know who you are and... Um, I just wanted to quickly just recognize the work that you've been putting in year round and, and thank you for um, all the work that you've put in and the development that you've made over the year 2023. So just a shout out to a small number of you guys that have yeah, been with us for the whole year and putting in some really good work. So Sammy Kilme, Cooper King, Finn Raymond, Ash Ladson, Liam Hewitt, Chloe Weston. There's heaps more to note down, but they were the big ones in terms of putting in the work and getting the results. So well done. And then our virtual assistants, this we wouldn't be able to create as much content for you all uh, without the help of uh, Cheryl, who looks after all our thumbnails and digital um, copies. So something that I um, don't have expertise in. So she looks after making everything look, look good on the eyeballs, as well as uh, managing our Instagram and social media. Uh, from a content um, scheduling point of view. Revelation, we launched our well, Academy membership uh, fresh website over the last year. So she's helped out with both launching both our websites, propellerpro.com as well as propellerproacademy.com.au. Uh, and we're constantly refining our content and platform there. So shout out to Revelation. And Hazel, who's been with me uh, for the last couple of years, manages the podcast. So scheduling, editing the podcast episodes, uh, as well as uh, providing uh, just general assistance on um, how we're managing the back end of our um, content, like blog posts and so forth. So shout out to Cheryl, Revelation and Hazel. That's the reflections of 2023. It was a fantastic year. Moving into 2024, so as I mentioned, I'm going to use ChatGBT um, as our podcast. I just wanted to make sure that we're getting audio, so bear with me. Uh, hopefully Instagram is you can hear us. I'll move into the um, projections for 2024. So first one, what were the standout moments in Killers' Learn in the world of elite coaching 2023? From my end, it was definitely the um, running efficiency and effectiveness. So some of the work that Jodas has been publishing um, feels like doing uh, drilling work, plyometric, uh, performance prep, whatever you want to call it, but that work that we do leading up to the main group warm-up um, is something, obviously, Franz's work as well has been revolutionary in that space. But make sure we're working on not just building capacities 
uh, say their aerobic fitness, strength, how heavy they can lift, um, as well as their power, but also uh, how well they're moving. Uh, so I feel like that, particularly in the in running gait, has been a big area of focus in the industry this year. So that would be my reflection and, and also projection. I reckon that will continue for 2024, um, both with acceleration. Uh, as well as change direction. I think that would be the big two. Um, yes, sprinting will be important, but I think more analysis we're making with sprinting is the athletes uh, are spending far more time, obviously, accelerating um, as well as uh, change direction. So that game speed, if we like to call it, um, I think focusing on really making sure the work that we are doing is transferring to the game. Um, not that we wouldn't be exposing athletes to sprinting, but we wanted them to be able to reach their maximum speed or close to 95%. Uh, in less time and in less amount of distance, so it's more relevant to the way that they're going to play. Uh, so that I think prediction for 2024. Uh, next question: What emerging trends do you foresee in elite coaching for the year 2024? Uh, are there any specific strategies or innovations that coaches should be prepared for in the coming year? Emerging trends: I think probably this year I noticed plyometrics were were a emerging trend. Uh, I think in 2024, maybe it tends to go in roundabouts, so it, we, things will pop up and then go back down and, and revolve around. I think I imagine agility, so true reactive, uh, reacting to a stimulus um, and being able to cut, drop, step uh, eff- effectively will be a uh, care that coaches will want to be competent with and, and be able to constantly develop athletes with uh, for footballers. What challenges do you anticipate coaches will face in 2024 and how can they turn these challenges into opportunities for growth? I reckon the challenges will be um, being able to manage building. seems like a lot more coaches now, especially younger ones, developing in, in, and starting out into the industry, developing uh, their brand while also climbing the ladder of elite sport. Uh, if I think back to my career, uh, I was an on social media, so I wasn't really focusing too much on developing a brand up until the last two years where I've been in the industry for over a decade. So I think that can be a challenge for you trying to develop a brand, educate, as well as um, sure, get further um, progress in your career and get bigger opportunities in your career. So being able to manage those two things it would be a challenge. Uh, the opportunity with that is that uh, building a brand earlier in your career is going to pay dividends for later on. So the earlier you start, um, as long as you can manage it and it's not taking away from your um your private role or whatever football hub you're working at uh, will be a good thing to just manage, I guess, managing your time and prioritizing uh, where you spend your energy. What, uh, how can coaches enhance athlete development in the upcoming year? Are there any new approaches or methodologies in training that coaches should be considering? I reckon view motion. So I've had a couple of um, meetings with Brian Talbot about from um, using it for yeah, like a pro body, that's something we're definitely interested in in 2024. So using artificial intelligence simply with guy phoning the camera and setting up and looking at people's running day and getting AI um, to give you their kinematics, the joint angles they're hitting uh, in key positions of the running cycle, as well as um, both for acceleration, sprinting and change direction, deceleration, so all those four qualities. Um, so that's something that if I was a coach listening, I would still looking into using AI uh, with your coaching eye, with your testing battery and being able to improve um, the efficiency and effectiveness of how uh, athletes are moving, as well as probably objective data as well. So if you're not familiar with like Bowles' work with forced decks, 
um, and using uh, their equipment to be able to assess how pro how effective your program is over time um, from a capacity point of view. That would be one thing. So being more objective, I guess, would be a recommendation uh, to enhance athlete development. Moving down the list, giving, given the ever-evolving landscape of sports, how can coaches stay adaptable and responsive to changes in the industry? Uh, I think networking would be the biggest one for mine. So making sure you keep your finger on the pulse with those that you work have worked with in the past, um, staying in contact, getting on the phone, maybe after work, um, after a day is done, and, and um, you know, staying connected with those that you work with, just asking questions, noting things down when they arise, challenges that you're facing, um, yeah, not doing things on your own. So I think that would be the key um, in being able to, uh, one, get a, an idea of how, where the industry is moving and the changes that are being made, but also, two, for your own development and being adaptable. In what uh, ways can coaches actively engage with the coaching community to share insights and experiences? Uh, well, conferences would be a great one. So the ASHA conference, or anyone to that, um, it's a great opportunity to connect with the industry. Uh, I would say... Um, going to sh- um, any short courses or workshops like sports map, as I mentioned. Uh, so, or the ASCA do like little online modules. So I presented this year on the AFL, like AFL reconditioning role. And I think we had about 60 turn up to those. So, although you're not really networking, it's a good way to upskill yourself for those online courses. Uh, it's something that I'll be doing this year. Uh, and there will be something I'll mention at the end of the show. But uh, doing discovery call with coaches for free where we'll catch up over Zoom and we'll discuss uh, where you want to be in six months both from a strength and conditioning point of view uh, for those developer coaches but also if you have your own business how to get that off its feet uh, and and um, yeah, be able to not just trade time for money um, but be able to build a passive income with your, with your business. So uh, if that's something that's interesting, you can check out the show notes here on, our, on the podcast or this recording. You can book in a Calendly with me. It'll be over Zoom. Uh, and if you want, the recording can also be aired on our podcast as a coaching audit um, to, for your uh, lessons to be able to then help others as well. But if you're not comfortable with that, I'm more than happy to not post on the podcast, of course, and just keep it uh, between you and me, that private coaching call. Uh, but that can be another way of uh, joining our uh, Coaches Academy. There's a discussion forum and there's opportunities to catch up with other coaches in there. Uh, looking back at 2023, can you share a specific coaching experience or moment that had a significant impact on your approach or philosophy? Oh, good question, ChatGBT. Uh, I had many, as I mentioned, like being new to that AFL um, reconditioning role at Melbourne Footy Club. There was uh, constant learning and growth uh, in in that experience. I wouldn't say there's one area that I see had significant impact on my approach or philosophy, um, but it's something that I'm, I'm always evolving to be able to make a greater impact in that role. So, um, yeah, sorry, playing straight back with that one, but nothing that's spring front of mind. As we step into 2024, what do you believe will be the game changes in elite coaching and how can coaches best prefer these shifts? I had this one a little bit earlier, so I reckon it's um, being more objective, um, not getting consumed and overwhelmed with the data, but making sure you've got a strong filter in, in what's really important for that athlete. So if you are using view motion or, or artificial intelligence to assess their running gait, um, are you going to focus on more the attractors uh, or, or fluctuated? So we want to be focusing more on the attractors. So things like um, their you know toe off position, their stand, running stance, uh, are they hitting figure four um, when their foot's getting in contact with the ground? So these sort of things. Uh, what things are you going to not mention to the athlete? 
um, because you feel like that's maybe their specific strategy and it's not a problem and want to be in the other areas um, that you can use to to like the objective testing with four sticks testing uh, and to be able to analyze and, and be really clear on what's important for that athlete rather than just having a I guess a shotgun approach it and get, just giving them feedback on, on a million different things. Um, being able to assess many different things and then just give the athlete one or two areas that are really, really important for that athlete. I think that's a, a key skill in today's coaching, both from what you're seeing with your coaching eye and back that in, but also what's the data telling you and then as well what they're telling you and the, and the rest of the team that's working with that athlete. So that um, uh, holistic approach and the end of collaborative approach really, really important. Considering the challenges that coaches may encounter in the coming year, can you provide practical advice on overcoming obstacles and turning them into opportunities for improvement? A bit of double up with these questions, but I think the challenges, like I said, will be making building your own brand while also developing and climbing later at elite sport. Um, you want to make sure that building that brand is that negatively influencing your career progression and the work that you're doing with the football club, that should always be number one. Uh, and then you're working on the brand behind the scenes, have a bit of a slush. Um, so that way, ultimately, what's going to allow you to grow and develop um, is, is bigger roles, big opportunities. So whether that be, you might be a volunteer now, how do you get your first paid contract to the club? How do you then go to a part-time with elite sporting club to then your first full-time contract? If you get a full-time contract, maybe you're working VFL, AFL, how do you go full-time just the AFL? Uh, and then if you're in an AFL role, how do you then progress to a different full-time role? Maybe you're like me, you're a reconditioning coach. How do you then be the head gym guy, the head strength and power coach uh, or high performance manager? Um, so we want to prioritize that aspect while um, in the background, you're working on your brand. I think that's going to be the challenge. When it comes to athlete development, are there any specific areas or skills that coaches should prioritize? That one I asked a little bit earlier. So... There you go, guys. That's ChatGBT's questions for uh, projections for 2024. If you've got any questions that you that I didn't cover uh, and you're a student initiating coach and you want to book that discovery call, like I mentioned earlier, click the link, our uh, Calendly uh, link in the show notes. Um, and basically, we'll just go over where you want to be in six months. So it's like a goal setting exercise. Start of the year, there's no better time um, to host that um, and that's something that I'm going to be doing in 2024 to help out developing coaches so if you know of a coach or you are a coach click that link book in a time I've already got a couple of uh, coaches Ash and Zach that have booked in so looking forward to catching up with them uh, Ash he, uh, this afternoon and Zach tomorrow so if that's you and you're listening to the podcast jump on board and uh, I look forward to catching up over Zoom thank you everyone that's tuning into this episode I will see you on our next live interview Thank you for listening. Remember to rate the show and subscribe to our YouTube channel to never miss a live Q&A. Look forward to seeing you on the next one.